attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Or should I say, because it's early morning. That's like a hat tip to, um, as I've mentioned multiple times before, my favorite UK Disney vlogger, Adam Hatton, and his signature morning. I should actually be using my morning mug I ordered from them. You're, Adam, clink, clink, clink. We've got clink. our coffee. You've got the wrong mug, though. I'm. I, I know. Am... I've got a. I don't have the wrong mug. I want to be very clear. This is my Warner Brothers mug, and it is the best mug I own. It's not Disney, but I used to. I used to work for Warner Brothers when I first moved to Los Angeles, and this is the perfect mug. It has a great grip. The color is awesome. It's got the Warner Brothers shield on it. It's a dark navy. It's no, my no, favorite no. You're mug. Wrong. This is the perfect mug. It's huge. It's the camping style. Like, you know, those like camp style mugs that you have, but Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. double the size of a regular one with Mickey on it. And it's huge and thick and warm. And it makes me very happy. It's my my go to coffee mug. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, I need to really watch this Adam Hatton. You talk about him all the time. He's so good. Adam and Gary C. They are two peas in a pod. Hilarious together. Adam used to be a cast member. He's so funny. He's like written two books on Disney World, like Dream Guide. I think it's what it's called or something. He's got all kinds of merch on his website. He has this huge following. Like he's you can book like he'll plan your trip for you, like kind of like you do. But he's like caters to a UK crowd, right? Like because he's from over there. Yeah. So these poor guys have been so desperate during the pandemic for content because they haven't. Yeah. He would go to Disney World multiple times a year. And so they were like, at one point, he and Gary C, when things opened up for a bit in the UK, they were going to some janky, janky UK amusement parks trying to make the best out of it (laughs) for content. Um, But yeah, I love them. They're hilarious. They were actually at Disney World vlogging when when they closed Disney World. So they were there when the parks closed and they were stuck in the resort for a couple days because they couldn't get a flight back to the UK yet. Ugh. So. That just gives me anxiety to remember those early days of <laughs> the pandemic. I will say my favorite, my favorite like social media Disney influencer to follow besides obviously Allison Mertzman, who is my dear friend. Um, but out in Florida, my favorite is a girl named Shannon and her handle is called BRB Going to Disney. Love it. She's great. And she goes all the time. She does a lot of live recordings. So if you're wanting to see what the parks look like live, she's got great tips for like going with little ones. And just like she has a lock on the Disney World circuit way more than I do. And so um, I highly recommend if you have a trip coming up and you have little ones or a family, watch her content on Instagram. Okay. All right. I'll add that to our growing list because we've been – Wow, gosh, there's a couple out of California that they're right now on a cruise. They were just they flew down to Orlando to uh, charge into. Mm. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. Is it the like best life and beyond? Best life. People? Yes, yes, yes. I like them because they also love Vegas as much as yep. you and I love Vegas yep. and Disney. So there are people. <laughs> yeah, I like them a lot. They're they're really fun. They're also the ones I get all the snack tips from like when I watch their videos like they're the ones who I discovered that crazy drink we still haven't had at California Adventure the banana whiskey drink that we talked about a few episodes ago Adam Adam we're never going to have that drink we're not going to order it (laughs) I won't let you we're not going to consume that in our stomachs that's that's a no for us 
Because I don't know about you, but I like my stomach and I'm trying to be nicer to it each and every day. <laughs> Did I tell you I'm going dairy free? I'm going no. dairy free. I'm not fully dairy free, but I'm pretty much dairy free. Are you going to get rid of and cheese and stuff like that too? I already have. Oh, no. I know. I know. It's a little bit of a bummer, but. No. Cheese Cheese is one of the food groups. Cheese is a food group. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's dairy and then there's cheese. Like, I don't drink milk. I drink, like, almond milk, oat milk, stuff like that. But you will never see me give up on the cheese. Uh-huh. Well, I know. It's, it's hard. Well, but here's an important question. Does the theme park plastic nacho cheese count as a dairy? I'm confident there's no dairy inside <laughs> that plastic cheese. So, no, I can still eat that. I I don't really know. But I will say I make a lot of concessions when it comes to Disney theme park cheese and food in general. I kind of put it out the window. But overall, I'm trying to be there are no calories at Disneyland. a little nicer to my tummy. No calories. No Disneyland, dairy. no calories. That's exactly. how it works. No carbs, exactly. no calories. Um, speaking of Disneyland, so this is exciting. We, uh, Dana and I were talking yesterday, and then I talked to my husband, and I said, you want to go to Disneyland? And he was like, uh, yeah. So we're all going. Finally, November 20th, we're booked. Well, Adam, tell the tell the people how it really went down. You and I were talking on the phone, and I you were saying that you I was were, having a bad day. You were having a bad day. You were coming off of your booster shot yep. from yep. the vaccine, and you were tired and angry, and you were irritated with some financial stuff. And I said you should just leave your cares aside and come to Disneyland with me. And then I told you I was going on the twentieth, and I think what thirty minutes later you called me back and you're like we booked it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty much. So, I mean, obviously, because there are no, you know, we haven't done the Magic Key yet because there are no Magic Key dates available. So we did book tickets to be able to go down. Now, we're just going to do one park because we'll have Noah with us. So we're just going to stay at Disneyland. And I know you guys are going to pop over to California Adventure and we'll hang out at Disneyland for a while. Um, because there's plenty for us to do over there with Noah and like, I've got my fingers on the app constantly refreshing, hoping for a blue Bayou reservation that pops open. So we can go there again while we're there, but you know, either way, like I'm totally happy with just being there with Noah now. Cause he's going to be like nine and a half months old at that point. So I think it's going to be totally different than when we took him when he was just five months. Um, totally. he's, he's yep. interacting with stuff more and his eyes are opening up and like, frankly, like there's basically everything but three or four rides he can go on at Disneyland. So it's pretty, no, yeah, I sir, pulled the list. You no, are, I hold on. You are I forgetting pulled, that there's like five big roller coasters over there that he can't go on. Okay. So let's just say everything but, uh, six, the mountains, seven. he can't go on any of the mountains. He can't go on splash. Big Thunder, Space, um, Indy, mm -hmm. uh, and both Star Wars rides. So that's right. six. Three Star Wars rides. You can't do Star Tours either. Oh, no. So seven. I forget about Star Tours. That's sad that I forget about Star Tours now. Uh, I know. It's not even. They really, I'm, they missed. They should have just spent the money, uprooted the thing, moved it to the entrance of Galaxy's Edge, and you could choose to either walk into Galaxy's Edge or... Or ride Star Tours and you come out the other side and you be in Galaxy's Edge. Like, big fail. Agree. Disney, spend the money. Fully agree. And you would then have opened up that space to make some new, you know, Tomorrowland themed yep. ride, which I think Tomorrowland needs it. it. It just needs some more new stuff over there. So. Oh, it, it desperately does. But 
pretty much everything else he can go on. Like, I was even surprised he can go on Peter Pan. And I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. But then I guess I was a little surprised because it flies. Mm-hmm. That, But then I was like, well, wait, he can go on Dumbo and he can go on the Astro Orbiter. So why would he not be able to go on Peter Pan? I don't know. So, oh, and he can go on the Roger Rabbit, Roger, the, 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 the Roger Rabbit, Roger, Roger Rabbit <laughs> cartoon spin. I sound like Roger Rabbit. Roger, I can't. Why you is can't that a tongue talk. twister? I sound like the rabbit right now. Um, he's allowed on that one. Yeah, he can go on that. He can't go on Gadget's Go Go Coaster. So sorry, Adam. You're going to miss out on that opportunity. Uh, one day, Ray will take me on it. She will. She's still kind of a scaredy pants about that stuff. So, But yet she goes on that thing that launches you up in the air at DCA. <laughs> I know. She made you go on it. Yeah, She's a nut. Um, well, Adam, I'm excited. Let's talk a little bit about some Disney news that came out. And then yeah. I have a fun game for you later. We'll okay. see how you how you fare. All right. Uh, did you see this is, you know, me and TikTok. I'm always on TikTok. And now the Disney Parks is on TikTok. Uh, and they posted a rather cryptic video there of the big snail from the Disneyland electrical, um, Main Street electrical parade come out. And it's like dancing to the quintessential music. And everybody is going crazy saying, does this mean something does this mean that they're bringing the main street electrical parade back it has to it has to oh, right i hope like, so how great is that thing in the music the electric music with it i mean like i love how disney world tried to do something with it with the water parade with the floats the electrical lights on the oh, floats yeah. in the seven seas lagoon but they still do that yeah that's cute but it it's not the same as the electrical light parade at disneyland like that thing is so classic and iconic and i am really hoping it's something they're bringing back for christmas time it would be perfect to bring back for christmas time and if it just happens to be there while we're there on november 20th i think uh mr noah may be staying up late to see the electrical light parade go through well, it sounds like there's going to be at least something for the the holiday season parade-wise. Yeah. So you guys will get to see a parade, and there will be fireworks, so that's also great. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. The Electrical Light Parade, if that if that's there, it would make Dude, me very happy. What? The Main Street Electrical Parade, I had to look up its opening date. It opened in 1972. Yeah. This is a relic. Yeah, I know. It this is, has been It's something they can never get rid of. Like, I want to know where they store those floats when they put them under, you know, put them on ice for <laughs> a while before they bring them back out. Cause it, it has come back. It's left. It's come back. Didn't they move it to DCA for a hot minute at one point? That sounds right. I feel like they did. It and went then, to, it went to Florida for a long time too. In right. like the nineties. Yeah. Not fair. They then don't it came need, back they here. They don't need it down there. That's ours. They can't have it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so good. And then they had Spectro Magic when I worked there, which is like the Florida version of Main Street Electrical Parade. Also good, but a little weird and very dated. Um, hmm. The music just wasn't quite as as awesome. But the lights were cool. Like they would start from white and then switch to color as the show progressed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That sounds like the um, – because we've been diving into all the cruise vlogs. That sounds like the um, – artist pilot yes uh restaurant on the cruise ships where it starts in black and white and then like on a couple of the ships the servers costumes change into color and like everything else i love it magic yeah i don't know i i'm just i'm very excited about being back there so i know i want everything to be there when we're there 
I know. I want You're Disney so Genie excited. Plus. I want the electrical parade. I want fireworks. I want a Christmas parade with Santa and Mickey. Like all of it. So Disney, <laughs> I'm coming. Bring it all. Adam, there is a new light inside you right now. <laughs> like you've been a little bummed. I'm going to be honest. You've been a little bummed in the last couple of episodes. Every time I see you, you're like, hey. And I'm like, hey, I went to Disneyland. And you're like, I know. Like You are pumped for this November. I am very pumped. And I'm also pumped because we are, we've been in full on Disney planning mode this week because we're also planning a trip to Orlando for Noah's first birthday. Yay. Um, I think we're going to go, we're going to go a little before his first birthday, but we're planning like a January Disney World vacation. So that has me very excited. Like I'm like making sure we get the hotels booked and everything before the 60 day dining window because I have a list of restaurants we definitely have to eat at. Um, so I'm excited for that too. So yeah, maybe there's a little, a little, a little Disney light that just switched on inside of me. Cause I know we're, we've got some trips coming up. I'm going to share my Disney dining tip with you and any of our fine listeners who are planning a Disney world trip. You know this, Adam, but you're 60 days out from your trip, your entire window opens up. So if you're going to be there for five days, you'll have all five of those days open up on the first day of your 60 days out. But what I would recommend is know that you can probably move around your park reservations when you need to. If you have any of those really hard to get restaurants, look later in the week of your trip because you have a higher likelihood of those being available than on the first day or two of your Ooh, trip. Good point. Why? Because other people who have had longer trips have also already had that window open to them longer. So the further out you go, the less likelihood that those reservations have been booked up. So if you're trying to get Cinderella's Royal Table or Sci-Fi Diner is another really hard one to get, any character meal really. Try Space to, 220. Space 220 is going to be... The biggest, hardest one right now. Um, push them to the back of your trip. I think we also want to do Topolino's Terrace for a character breakfast. Yeah. With Noah. Because we've done it before and we really liked it. Now we want to take Noah. But the only problem with that is if you do a split stay, right? Because I don't think, because you have two separate hotel reservations, it'll only let you book through that first hotel reservation, I think. You need to call and link them. You need to link your reservations and make sure that they're all in one vacation window. It's very much doable, but it does require you to make a phone call to Disney World. Oh, boy. Sit on hold for a while. I also have another travel agent tip that I'll share you off the air (laughs) um, as another kind of help for you. But yeah. Secrets. Yeah. This would be like yeah. a secret, like if we had a Patreon, you could pay us for and we give you the secret, but we don't. So you don't get the we secret. We are nowhere near a Patreon, my <laughs> friend. I hear other people who have Patreons. I'm like, man, they've got so many followers. And they're like, yeah, we've been doing this for seven years. I'm like, yeah, that's why. That yeah, makes sense. We're 25 episodes in. It's fine. <laughs> Tell your friends about us. Um, so anyway, yeah, complete tangent off of Electrical Light Parade, but super excited to go back to Disney World. Maybe we'll get to see kite tails at the Animal Kingdom. I don't know. I know Dana is hell-bent on seeing the kite tails disaster. I'm team kite tails. It's going to be there. I cannot wait. I'm going to see it a couple of times. One, one time I will absolutely be a couple margaritas in, I'm sure, because it just looks like such a cluster. I have to see this. I want to <laughs> see the giant blue uh, balloon just come crashing into the stadium seating. Like I just I need it in my life. <laughs> 
Um, another piece of news we should probably talk about over here at Disneyland, though, is back to the Magic Key shenanigans that are going on. I saw just a couple of days ago that Disney announced that the top tier key, the the dream key, the one that has zero blockout dates, yeah. um, is now unavailable for guests to purchase. So this is a reminder to, I guess, you, Adam, and anybody else listening who's thinking about getting an annual pass now named the Magic Keys, um, that they're limited. They're not going to just be get them whenever. They are selling out. I was actually surprised that that one sold out before the Believe Key. I figured the Believe Key would sell out first. Me too. I thought so as well. But then again, it is the Anaheim Country Club and people just want the option to be able to go whenever they want to go, I guess. It's true. Which you get with the with the top tier one. You do. Yeah. Um, this is the $1,400 one, folks. It, you know, the one that's below that is like about $950. So neither of these are super cheap options. But that is what we joke about in our house is that we do, we're not country club members because we have Disney memberships. So basically, that's our country club. <laughs> The Anaheim Country Club. I wish you, they had a pool. Did you see they re they replenished the park passes though for a bunch of days in November and December? I'm sure they're all gone by now, but they had replenished for the Magic Key. Yep. Yeah, I did see that. So by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure they're all probably gone at this point. But yeah, it's so weird, like Disney and their capacity thing. Like nobody actually knows what their capacity limits are, and I don't think there is a set number. I think they fluctuate it with how much money they can make. Because I think, like, the days of six feet social distancing, that's gone, right? Like, they're not doing yeah. that anymore, are they? You haven't been down there. No. Were they even doing it when we were there? No. Yeah. No. No, they weren't. You know what? They weren't? When you and I went, no, when we went at the end of June, we hit that weird sweet spot in all of America when they're oh, like, no take masks. off your masks. Yeah. It's okay. We didn't wear a single mask that entire weekend. No, we And didn't. they had removed all the six feet lines everywhere. Um, and then it was like a week later, they're like, oh, no, the Delta variant exists. Let's put those masks back on. <laughs> you know, I wish, I frankly wish they would do what they're doing at Universal, that Universal's requiring vaccines or, or is it vaccines and, or covid negative covid tests or is it just vaccines at universal right now yes um vaccine and or negative covid test for 12 and up i think that's important to note because yeah. i was a little miffed to see that um only because i have uh, an annual pass to universal studios as well and i've got a five-year-old who cannot as of today get a vaccine yet hopefully next week i think by the time this airs she'll be able to get her vaccine i'm hoping so i'm really hoping so but regardless they're not making anybody under 12 show vaccine status because they know that it's a little more challenging for families to get that yeah. in order but 12 and up you do need to have a negative COVID test or a vaccine card. Yeah, I, I almost wish Disneyland was doing that too. But that is what it is. Different counties. Orange County. Orange County. It's not going to happen in Orange County. We know that. So um, politics aside, it's not happening in Orange County, which is completely <laughs> political, but whatever. Um, so if you guys don't know, Orange County leans a little more conservative than L.A. County. A lot more conservative than L.A. County. Right? Like that's that's fair to say. Oh, Yeah. As somebody who lives down here, it is a pretty night and day difference. Uh, we love Orange County, and we it has a lot of really great like areas to go visit and explore. But it is very much kind of our Southern California red city um, in a sea of blue, sandwiched between San Diego and Los Angeles. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it is what it is. But, okay, so let's do a quick refresher because we haven't talked about the COVID protocols in a while. So you've been to Disneyland lately, and Kurt and I were just talking about this this morning. What are the mask policies at Disneyland right now? Mask policies are anytime you are inside, you need to be wearing a mask unless you're seated at a restaurant and you're eating food. But uh, just like all of Los Angeles, that's the same scenario. If you go into a Target here in L.A., you're putting a mask on grocery stores, anything indoors, just like at Disneyland. And that also includes any of those like kind of questionable indoor, outdoor like merchandise places. If, you know, Bing Bong Sweet Shop, the – yeah. On the pier. Uh, that is one of those places where it's like covered roof, but kind of outdoorsy. Uh, you do need to wear a mask inside those places. So anything that looks semi-indoors is considered indoors and you must wear a mask. So what about attractions and queues? You have to wear a mask if you're inside in a queue. But I can't think of hardly any of our rides, at least in, especially in California Adventure, that have indoor queues. Very few of them do. So you need to wear a mask if you're indoors. If you're outside in a queue and outside on a ride, you do not have to wear a mask. So the carousel. Oh, so like Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo or the carousel. Those are good examples. No masks. If you don't want to wear them, you are clearly less than six feet from people in there, but you they're not enforcing that you wear them. So what about Big Thunder, right? Because half the line is outside and then half the line at Big Thunder, you're inside. That They still consider that outside. It's weird. Merchandise, they want you to wear a really? mask. But if you're in line at Big Thunder or this happened to us at, um, oh, what was I just thinking of? What about Splash Mountain? I haven't done Splash Mountain since you and I went, so I don't really know. But you don't need to wear a mask when you're in those lines. Oh, Jungle Cruise. So Big Thunder and Jungle Cruise. I've recently done both of those and you did not have to wear a mask inside. I chose to wear a mask in those lines because they are very tightly packed, especially the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I call that just a little too people-y for my taste. <laughs> You're just really packed in there. So it's on the honor code, though. You know, you put it on if you want to, if it makes you feel more comfortable. A lot of people don't. I'd say 90% of the people in the Jungle Cruise line were not wearing masks. Yeah, it's really interesting when you think about it. Like, So like a ride like Indiana Jones, you have to wear a mask the whole time on the ride, right? Because it's inside? Correct, yes. But so like Pirates, Mask, uh, Haunted Mansion, you have to wear a mask, right? Those. Yep. Okay, so say Peter Pan's Flight, right? The line is like outside, then it goes inside that covered area, and then the ride is inside. What's the mask rule there when the line's outside but the ride is inside? To be honest, I haven't done it since the mask mandate has shifted, so I don't know that answer specifically for that ride. But I did Rise of the Resistance, which is kind of the same in the sense of it's outdoor queue until it's indoors and then you're fully yeah. indoors and you have to wear a mask. So I am I would say err on the side of you're wearing a mask if you're going on a ride, unless it is a fully outdoor ride. Dumbo. Um, like Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Anything that you know is going to be fully outside. Autopia, that's Ray's current favorite. You don't need to wear a mask for that. I would tell you to wear a mask on Autopia so you don't have to inhale the gas fumes the entire way around that thing. You but hate wh- those gas fumes. I hate that ride so much. It Like, it's, no, not a fan. You've said it now, and now that you've put that out, 
out in the universe, you know that once Noah is old enough, that will become his favorite ride. I know. I know. I'm screwed. <laughs> um, you know, the other one that might be interesting is Alice in Wonderland, because that line is all outside, but the ride is like outside inside. Right. Be very curious what the rules are there. Yeah. I don't know. This will be interesting to see. But speaking of masks, we have our new favorite go-to masks. Oh, yeah? Which I'm going to forgo. I mean, I have, oh, it's sitting on my desk. Like, I'll I'll bring this one for the trip. The Oh, the you spirit. wore it last There's, time. I know. I love this one. I'm putting it on right now. Um, don't put a mask on while we're podcasting. People can't over the hear ears, you. though, because my face is huge. Um, so I will bring that one because I love it. But I was at Lululemon getting some running stuff, and they have created mm-hmm. new face masks that, of course, if Lululemon's going to make something, it's going to be super comfy and nice and overpriced. Yep. Oh, my gosh, Dana. These face masks are the greatest face mask I've ever put on my face. So if you're looking, Ooh. and it's good material if you're outside, inside, whatever. So we're going to be bringing those down because it's really comfortable material. It's not going to rub on you like some of the other ones do and all that other stuff. So just tip. They nice. have really, really good ones. Well, good. Okay. Adam, are you ready to play a little game? Yes. It's It's been a minute since you and I have played a game. We've I know. A few other people. We usually rope other games. victims, other <laughs> voluntary victims into our games. Well, this is an easy one. I think this is going to be fun. Everybody listening can play along and decide if they agree with you or I on our answers. But the game is quite simply this or that Disneyland edition. So I'm going to give you two options and you have to pick either this or that. And no, okay. no substitutes. You have to pick one or the other. Uh and I would say answer more rapidly than not to see. Just go with your gut instinct. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I've picked a smattering of categories all within all the right. Disneyland park. Fire away. All right. This or that. Churro or Dole Whip? Dole Whip. 100%. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. As somebody who is lactose intolerant, Dole Whips have been the greatest invention on the planet because they are non-dairy. That is true. That's very true. But a churro is so classic. And now all the other flavors. And if you're not at Disneyland Park, everywhere else you can get it with a little rum in there. Mm-mm. Good stuff. No, Adam, I told you this already. You can also get it with rum if you just make your way over to the Disneyland Hotel and go to the Outdoor Trader Sam's section. Oh, that's You can true. get a boozy Dole Whip. Yeah, but in Disneyland Park, if we're staying in the park. No. True. Yeah. But it's not that far away. You can walk over. <laughs> Fair. You'll be fine. You can do it. Okay. Matterhorn or Big Thunder? Matterhorn. I love that bone rattler. Right. You know I love it. I knew you'd answer that. You're wrong. The answer is Big Thunder. It's way better. No, the answer is Matterhorn. It is so classic. Come on. It is a bone rattling classic ride. I loved when Molly from All Years was out here in California a couple months ago and she did Matterhorn. She was like laughing hysterically. Like she didn't know what just happened. <laughs> She was like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. It's, yeah, yes, it's iconic. It's original, but it's not as good as Big Thunder Mountain. You mm, you can't deny that it's not no, as good. No, the, it, the it's better. The coaster is better. It's better. No. Big, no, Matterhorn is better. Now, if you compared it to Big Thunder Mountain in Paris, then I'll give you Big Thunder Mountain in Paris. But this is just Disneyland, my friends. No, Disneyland Big Thunder versus the Matterhorn. It is the Matterhorn. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Fight me. All right. I think I know your answer for this. Mine is neither, but spirit jersey or mini ears. Spirit jersey. Yeah, I knew that. I know. And you I like a spirit more. jersey. I, I was I was so anti-spirit jerseys, and then I bought one, 
and it's the most com- I wear it all the time. It's perfect for Northern California weather because it's always like that breezy cold up here. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. And it'll be coming for this trip because it's going to be colder. So I feel like I can actually wear it all day and not be dying of heat exhaustion. I don't understand spirit jerseys in Orlando and why people buy them and wear them when it is 115 degrees year round down there and 110% humidity like that. I don't get, <laughs> but in California, especially in the fall and the winter, those are perfect for out here. They're just doing it for the gram. In yeah, Florida, 100%. they're just putting it on for the pictures. I bought one. My body shape just does not fit a spirit jersey. I'm a petite individual, and those things look like I like even an extra small. It looks like I'm just swimming in it. That's the joy of them. I look like I'm wearing my dad's sweater. I don't love it. The joy is you can eat all the Disney snacks you want wearing a spirit jersey, and you don't look any different. <laughs> No, you do look different. If you're a petite person, you just look lumpy. So not a fan. I'm also, you all know this because you if you've listened to any of our episodes, you've heard me say that I'm not a big fan of mini ears. I'll wear them for like a picture and then I immediately take them off. I'm a baseball cap girl. But, you know, I think of the two, I think I'd pick mini ears over a spirit jersey. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Blue milk or green milk? Uh, oh man, I'm trying to remember because it's been a while. I think I like the green milk better because the blue one tastes too much like cotton candy. It's the green, green milk. I'm going to try the green milk next time. I've only done the blue milk and the, yeah, the blue milk tasted like Fruit Loops. Yeah, that was it. The green milk and then green milk in Orlando adds a little, I think they put the tequila in the green milk in Orlando. Key. That's really good. Yeah. I'll try that there. Okay. Tomorrowland or Frontierland? Tomorrowland. Why? I love it. I love the retro, like retro futuristic of it. And Space Mountain. I absolutely love Space Mountain. So yeah. I do too. I also love the music. The music in both lands is really great, but I listen to like the atmosphere music of Tomorrowland all the time because it's so 80s and it hasn't really ever changed and it's clearly from Tomorrowland. So I love it. Okay. Train or monorail? Ooh, monorail. But Kurt would say train. He loves the Disneyland Railroad, but I like the monorail. Should we take the monorail to get to the park? Absolutely, we should. Yes. Because I haven't done that before at Disneyland. We talked about this before. Yeah. That's my secret tip. That is not so secret because I shared it in our last episode. But guys, when you park that car, go to floor two on the Pixar side, walk across that bridge, down, You'll be eventually spilled out into the downtown Disney area right in between downtown Disney and the Disneyland Hotel. There will be a zero wait for checking your bags. And then you're right there at the monorail entrance. So if you're going to Disneyland first, you can hop on that monorail right there and skip the like rigmarole of the entrance. Yeah, we should do that. We've never done the monorail at Disneyland. It's sweet. I mean, if I'm being honest, the Florida Disney World monorails are far superior. Oh, my favorite thing in the world is going from Magic Kingdom to Epcot on the monorail because it's that long journey. It's far. It is. It's great. And then when it comes into Epcot and like loops around the entire park before it comes in. Yeah, I love that too. Oh, it's so good. Okay, now these questions are going to get harder. I've got a couple more for you. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Disneyland, parades or fireworks? Fireworks. Hands down. I'm not like Kurt loves the parades and I love that he loves the parades. And I may have a different opinion now that we have Noah and for Noah to see it and see the characters come by and all that. 
But I much prefer the fireworks shows. I don't prefer the new one at Disney World, but I much prefer the fireworks, the big shows with the lights and the projection mapping on the castle and all that. It's way better. I agree. Fireworks are more incredible. But I will, yes, wait till Noah's a little bit older and he can watch a parade. I like the parades more right now purely because that's really all Ray can enjoy. The fireworks start at like 9, 9.30 yeah. at night and she's usually asleep. So she has not experienced them that much. She has once and loved them. But it's it's just a hard thing to keep her up for. When the parades come by before COVID, oh, man, we stopped every time. She was so into it. So my answer fluctuates depending on the season. Fair. Speaking of seasons, Disneyland Halloween season or Disneyland Christmas season? Halloween. But you know I love Halloween. I know. I do, too. 100% Halloween. It's the best. And they go all out at Disneyland compared to Disney World. So if you love Halloween as much as we do. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. And I love that we get the what we talked about last week in the vault. I love that we get the Nightmare Before Christmas ride all the way through Halloween and Christmas. So that's when like Kurt was like, oh, wait, the overlay is still going to be there. I was like, yes, one thousand percent. The overlay is still going to be there. So he was very excited about that for November. Yay. That's awesome. Okay, my last question for you, this or that, Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion? Oh, man. Regular Haunted Mansion or Haunted Mansion Holiday? Regular Haunted Mansion. Pirates. Wow. Because it is the first ride I ever went on at Disneyland. I remember being terrified as a kid. I still have the memory of being on that ride, scared to death. Like, covering my eyes with my hands, like, open so I could still kind of see through. And... If you were asking me this about the Magic Kingdom in Florida, I would say Haunted Mansion because the Pirates of the Caribbean is like a tease at Orlando compared to Disneyland. So much better at Disneyland. Oh, absolutely. That's undisputed. And folks, I if you don't know this and you've only been to Disneyland or only been to Disney World, the Disney World version of Pirates of the Caribbean does not have the opening bayou scene, the drop, or any no. of the skeleton pirate stuff, which is like the first half of the entire ride. Yeah, they literally chopped out the first half of the ride, and they were like, poof, here's the pirate ship scene, and they're fighting. And you're like, wait, what happened to all the buildup beforehand? Like, it's not there. Yeah, agreed. Okay, well, that's my this or that. That was it. You oh, did a good on. job. Hold on, Dana. You ready? Yeah. You ready? I don't know. Right. Now you're now I'm nervous. Corn dog or turkey leg? Corn dog. Never had a turkey leg. Never gonna have a turkey leg. <laughs> scoop of vanilla, scoop don't of know. chocolate. Don't waste my time. We got we 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 have the opportunity to once again present you with the turkey leg in November. So don't think it it's not gonna happen. It's gonna appear in front of you. It's for the grand. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. It's gonna happen. Those things are like thousands of calories. They're, just no. one bite. Just bite into that turkey leg. No, thank you. You know what? Like, it's probably got the same stuff in it that, like, our COVID vaccines have in it at this point. So just, like, <laughs> dive into it and enjoy. <laughs> Somebody was like, oh, I used to, you know, hang out at this dive bar in college. Like, anybody, like, 
the joke when a lot of people our age were not getting super sick with COVID, right? They were like, oh, it's because I hung out at this dive bar and drank there. <laughs> like, yes. I'm pretty much immune to everything at this point. Well, we always said that about Disney because we went so often. We're like, we're probably immune to everything because we've been around so many germs <laughs> from going to Disney and having a toddler going to Disney who just basically licks the rails. I mean, <laughs> you can't keep a kid clean at Disney. Yeah. Noah's new thing is he likes biting on the bars, like <laughs> yeah. biting bars. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? And then when he's in baby jail, he like like because he's standing up now holding on the stuff. So he'll like hold on to the baby jail bars standing up and rattling at them. So it'll be interesting. He's he really desperately wants to walk like um, listeners. Just a note. Noah is not actually in a baby jail. He is just in his little baby gate area. We lovingly call it baby jail. <laughs> like go to baby jail. Um uh, quick reminder, folks, last week we uh, announced a little contest, won a $100 Disney gift card by supporting my efforts to run the New York City Marathon in honor of my mom's battle with cancer. And we had a lot of submissions already. Yeah, yeah. So thank you to everybody who's donated. This is a reminder uh, you have till the end of this week, Friday, November 5th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. To get your donations in, remember every $25 you donate gets you an entry into a drawing for a $100 Disney gift card. Thanks to everybody, I am now $49 away from my goal of raising $3,000. So anything more we bring in is above and beyond and goes to work immediately to fund life-saving cancer research. Research that's kept my mom alive way longer than... Uh, the first diagnosis was going to let us have. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's it's valuable. There's not enough money being given by the government to fund research and development to cancer treatment. So we got to do it. We got to take a stand and do it ourselves. So thank you to everybody who's donated so far. And if you've already donated, once again, thank you so much. You can still donate again. Uh, a second entry puts you in the second yep. time for the drawing. There is an unlimited amount of times you can be submitted to this drawing. Yep. The more, the more, the merrier. And what more do you need? Then use your $100 Disney gift card to call Dana and she'll book you on a trip. And book a, <laughs> book a trip with me. Guys, you can come book a trip with me. I've got all these tips. You would think I've shared all of my tips on this podcast. I have just scratched the surface, my friends. I have so many tips and tricks to share. And if you work with me, I can share those with you and customize your itinerary for both Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Alani, you name it, I can book it for you. So reach out to us if you're interested. Yes. Okay. One one last thing I totally forgot to mention that I thought was hilarious. We watched the do you watch the Colbert show? Yes. Yeah. So Colbert. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so you all know, like the parking trams have not been in existence since the parks reopened. They're just <laughs> sitting out there parked at both Disneyland and Disney World. Disneyland announced they're coming back in 2022, that they are going to bring the tram from the parking structure back to downtown Disney back, which I never minded the walk. Like I always hated waiting in that line and it's almost easier just to walk. But yeah, unpopular opinion. I'm never riding that tram ever again. And it's not yeah, because I don't walk. love a good a tram ride. It's because I got a stroller and a backpack and a kid and all the accoutrement. It is easier to walk than to like fold yep. that thing. Get up, your steps Squish in. the family hey. into those teeny tiny tram seats. And, and the more you walk, the more Disney treats you get to have. 
Well, now you all know my secret. Just instead of walking the tram route, walk through downtown Disney or get on the monorail from the downtown Disney area. Okay, so Colbert made a joke about it about because he was talking about like how service. I mean, I think everybody's noticed like the service industry has taken a beating and now nobody wants to work because like they're not paid enough at jobs and all this other stuff. And so Disney has had cutbacks and that's why they're saying they haven't had the parking trams at Disney World. We know those massive parking lots at Disney World. So Colbert is making fun of it. And he says, it's okay. Disney rebranded it in the Disney's way to Simba's boiling asphalt stroll. As you walk in the blazing heat from anyway, he says it funnier, but I I found that <laughs> very funny that people are complaining that they have to walk a mile from their parking spot to the park. Folks, I'll let you know if you just follow your own um, tracker and see how many miles you walked in a day, you're going to average like between 10 to 12 miles on a Disneyland yep. day anyway. So what's an extra half mile? Hey. Again, more Disney treats. The more you yep, walk, the exactly. more you eat. Anyway, uh, well, have a great week, everybody. We'll be back next week. And thanks again for all your support um, as I go trudge through the streets of New York City uh, in about a week from tomorrow, from when we're recording this. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. You feel ready, Adam? Uh, no, not even remotely. Like, this will be marathon number 17, I think. And probably the least trained I've been for it, but I blame having a eight and a half month old and all that. So we'll see. I'll get through it. It'll be great. It won't be my fastest, but I'm there and, you know, just keeping my mom and some other friends who who have been and are fighting cancer battles right now in my mind as I hit those hard last few miles of the marathon will push me through as it always does. Yep. Understood. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Remember, please go and contribute to Adam's Marathon. Get your name in for that $100 gift card. All the information is on our Instagram. So hop on over there. You'll see the link. We have temporarily replaced our show link at the top of the Instagram handle to um, the donation page. It's at Generation Depod on Instagram. Yes. All right, folks. Well, you have until November 5th. So Get those submissions in as soon as possible. All All right, right, Adam. It was so great seeing you. And I can't wait to see you in person and give you a big hug here in a couple of weeks. A couple weeks. We'll be down there. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.